Welcome back to Blue Skies and Green Pastures. How are you doing today? Today we're going to revisit the topic of the mark of the beast. What could be even worse than taking the mark of the beast? Well, have you ever had a high fever or possibly been extremely tired or maybe you were high on drugs and you had a hallucination where you thought something was real, but it wasn't. Or maybe a terrifying nightmare that seemed so real that when you woke up, you, you kept looking around trying to figure out, am I still asleep or am, am I awake now? And you really couldn't tell. And then you finally realized that you're awake or maybe you you were still dreaming and then you eventually did wake up. These are examples of not knowing what's real and what isn't. But what if your mind never cleared up and you couldn't tell reality from hallucination? Then people might say that you had a mental illness. But what if the whole world was experiencing the same delusion? and everyone thought something was real, but it wasn't. That is a terrifying thought because you wouldn't know that what you were thinking was real wasn't. You might be perfectly happy with the way things were, except that you would not know that it was all an illusion. No one likes to be tricked, but even worse is not knowing that you are being tricked. And even worse is when something you did made that trickery possible. Being unable to know that you are hallucinating and about to be killed would be even worse than being killed for not taking the mark of the beast. Because after that, after you, uh, after finding out that you were worshiping the beast, when, when the grand illusion was over, you would find yourself standing before a holy God and being judged and then entering into eternal punishment for your sin of unbelief. Unbelief in Jesus is what will cause you to be put under a great delusion and eventually take the mark of the beast but you will think everything is fine. Or you may think that the world is a terrible place, but you still will be rejecting God. But let's back up a little bit and do a little review on the Mark of the Beast. Um, I do have another podcast on this. It's between episodes 10 and 11. For some reason, it doesn't have a number. So thanks to the increasing chaos and just confusion over the past, let's say, 20 years, um, many people have become increasingly convinced that we are living in what the Bible calls the end times or the beginning of the end times, the birth pangs, or that we are very close to the rapture, 
and the Great Tribulation. Now, people who aren't even Christians have probably heard of these things, and they may laugh at them or whatever, but they've probably heard of the Mark of the Beast just from horror movies because the Mark of the Beast um, makes a good horror movie, except that it's true. So where does this idea of the Mark of the Beast come from? Well, it comes from the Bible, which is the Christian Bible, which is actually the Jewish Bible. And the first half of the Bible is about, is about the time before Jesus came. And the second half is about after Jesus came. But the whole Bible is about Jesus. Now, the book of the Revelation is the last book in the Bible. And this book is, was given to John, and it was a revelation about what's going to happen in the future and when the whole world is going to be judged. Now, some people don't like to read that book because it's, they think it's too hard to understand. But if you are a Christian and you have the Holy Spirit in you, you should be reading that book and it's okay to do it with a a class or maybe a study guide or something, but just pray and ask God to help you. And remember, you'll need to study your whole Bible because the verses in the book of revelation are very much connected to the rest of the Bible. And you'll need to know previous verses to make sense of the, the book of revelation. Now, chapter 13 tells us that when the Antichrist is revealed, he will cause everyone to receive a mark on their hand or forehead. And this will be the proof that they're loyal to the beast. Now, those who do not have the mark will not be allowed to buy or sell and will eventually be killed. The mark will be the name or number of the beast. Now, we don't know who this will be. Some people believe that this is actually like a group of people. Some people believe it's one person. And there is a little bit of room for discussion. Um, But we do know that the Bible tells us that there are many antichrists in the world, which means an antichrist is a false teacher. But this particular antichrist or beast is going to be the final one that is working directly with Satan in the world during the end times. Or it could be it could be a world leader or it could be a group of world leaders. We're not really sure. But we're told that the beast comes out of the sea and first first we're told that the that the dragon is standing on the shore and then a beast comes out of the sea with 10 heads and seven horns. A lot of people believe that the 10 heads and seven horns refer to different um, countries and kingdoms. Then we learn about a beast that comes from the land, which would probably be another country. The first beast will receive a fatal wound, but then be healed. Then the second beast will make everyone worship the first beast. There's some debate. uh, Well, I already said that. Sorry. 
Uh, what is important to know is that people who have rejected Jesus at this point are going to be fooled by this beast. Now, since all of that is a little hard to explain, I just want to go ahead and read the actual verses from Revelation 13. Verse 1. Then I saw a second beast coming out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb, and it spoke like a dragon. It exercised all the authority of the first beast on its behalf and made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast, whose fatal wound had been healed. <clears throat> and it performed great signs, even causing fire to come down from heaven to the earth in full view of the people. Because of the signs, it was given power to perform on behalf of the first beast. It deceived the inhabitants of the earth because of those signs. It ordered them to set up an image in honor of the beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. The second beast was given power to give breath to the image of the first beast so that the image could speak and cause all who refused to worship it to be killed. It also forced all people, great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hands or on their foreheads, so that they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of its name. Now, what could be even worse than taking the mark of the beast? Well, it is the great delusion that I was talking about before. Now, I wanted to read some chapters from gotquestions.org because they, they give us the verses, and this is so good. I hope they don't mind me uh, sharing their, their stuff. The Bible makes it clear why God is sending a strong delusion in the end times. And this is from 2nd. Thessalonians 2, verses 10 and 12. They perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. For this reason, God sends them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie and so that all will be condemned who have not believed the truth, but have delighted in wickedness. Simply put, God sends a strong delusion to those who choose not to believe the gospel of Christ. Those who take delight in mocking and rejecting him, he will condemn. So, Isaiah 66 tells us, They have chosen their own ways and their souls delight in their abominations. So I also will choose harsh treatment for them and bring upon them what they dread. For when I called, no one answered. When I spoke, no one listened. They did evil in my sight and chose what displeases me. Now, God is love. He is not a cruel monster who wants to condemn people. But he is holy and he has been telling us for over 2,000 years to believe in his son, Jesus. He revealed himself to us through his son. He 
explained through the prophets that he was going to send his son and then he fulfilled all the prophecies in Jesus and Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. And we also have the proof of God in creation, in the fact that life continues, and the fact in we've seen everyone has seen miracles done. When Jesus was on the earth, there was many miracles that are recorded in the Bible. And yet people harden their hearts against the truth. And I just listened to some really good videos from Norm MacDonald. And he recently passed away. He was a very funny comedian. And this was a man who was a deep thinker. And he made some good points. I don't, he he said he was a Christian. Um, God rest his soul. Uh, I can't wait to meet him in heaven someday. He's, he's my brother. And he said that people know, he used the word intuition. He was trying to say that we know in our hearts that God is real, but we, we refuse to believe. And he tried to explain that he doesn't just believe, he chooses to believe. And I, and I think what he meant by that was that he actively believes. He his belief means something to him. It's, it's real. It's, it's a, it's not a false belief. It's a real belief. And speaking of false beliefs, beliefs in second, second Thessalonians, we are told that there will be a great falling away of people who previously had called themselves Christians or believers but these people were fake. They weren't really saved. And they turned their back on God and they turned to other gods and idols and the world. And these people will be part of the great delusion. And this falling away is called the great apostasy. And an apostasy is a rebellion or an abandonment of the truth. And we already see that. It's so sad to see, and I've talked about that when I talk about the progressive church, is that people who were raised in the church, but for whatever reason, poor teaching or their hearts were just hard or whatever, um, even though they claim to be Christians at one time, now they say that they are deconstruction, deconstructing and they're some of them have turned away from God completely, and some are just believing things that are totally unorthodox. But this this is something that was prophesied, and it's right there in Second Thessalonians. So while all these things are happening, there's going to be terrible plagues. There's going to be death. There's going to be crazy signs in the, in the sky. That's going to be, the sky is going to be dark. There's stars falling. All kinds of very visible things are going to be happening on the earth, just like there are now. Earthquakes and, you know, changes in the weather and all kinds of things. Um, but people will still refuse to repent and refuse to believe in God. So the, these people who rebel against God, even after all these warnings and proof of his existence and 
the prophets, like you'll see, you see so many people rising up right now. So many Christians are warning people. And, you know, I think that's one reason that God allowed the internet to be created was that he, he wanted it to be used to warn people. And if you go on YouTube and rumble and just all, there's just all kinds of, of outlets of people saying, Jesus is coming back. Jesus is coming back. And yes, we don't know when the date is and it may still be a while. It could be today. We don't know, but just people are warning each other, which is what God said to do. He said to make disciples. And so when, when someone tells you, look, Jesus is coming back, you know, follow him today. If you do, then you become his disciple and then you go and tell another person about Jesus. And, and then we just keep the process going. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm telling you about Jesus. And am I doing this for money? No, I'm doing it because I believe it's true. And because I don't want anyone to be under this great delusion and then to be sent into eternal uh punishment. So as you can see, the mark of the beast is simply, it's like, you know, a tattoo or it's like a waving a flag, maybe a rainbow flag or wearing a BLM shirt or something. It's like proclaiming that you worship the beast so the mark of the beast is something that people will be proud to have. And they won't even know what's coming. It's like they're, you know, just living their lives. And then suddenly a flood comes upon the earth. And everyone is drowned and killed except for the people who were in the ark. It's the same thing. And Jesus said that that was a sign for us, that Noah was a sign. And I think one of the things he was talking about was the fact that those people were warned, but they, for a, over a hundred years, it, it took Noah a hundred and I think 120 years to build the ark. And he warned people and they saw what he was doing and they made fun of him just like some people are going to make fun of this podcast and they make fun of Christians, but I'm going to be with Jesus and I have no doubt about that. And I want you to be with him too. So I pray today will be the day that you will hear the voice of God calling your name and that you will have his mark on you. And that your name will be found in the Lamb's book of life. And that you will be living with God for eternity instead of experiencing the wrath of God. So I hope that this was helpful to you. Thank you for listening. And I will be praying for everyone who listens to this podcast. Check out episode 
10 and a half about the mark of the beast and accept Jesus today. Bye now.